swell Put flame to dark earth raised it down At Zana stands where once it fell To mountains red with ash and blood All following the battle's path We go to stem the Malkar flood and fear the old ones trembling Peering through the threshold of the sandstone home, the strange ones are plunged into a world of brightly colored banners, vibrant merchant tents, diverse travelers coming and going, and the strong odor of spices and perfumes. They gaze upon the bustling crowd and can see a wide array of peoples ranging from unsavory looking sellswords to individuals of great wealth being carried by extravagant rickshaws. The sun beats down on the cobblestones like a hammer on anvil. As beads of sweat already form on their brows, they take in the atmosphere and prepare to step out into this new and lawless city known as Emin, the city amongst the dunes. This is session 46, the city amongst the dunes. Stepping out into the street for the first time, again, it's, it's a, a barrage of things to take in. It's not like any city that you've seen on the continent of Malkaria before in that you don't see guards, you don't see like noblemen or anything like that walking around. You see ill repute and people who have probably made their means through ill repute. <laughs> it's it's definitely jarring, but we're in Atlanta. Despite the fact that it's, despite the fact that it's lawless you can see a plethora of merchant shops selling wares of all varieties. Clothing and spices and food and everything. So there's some semblance of order for the city, despite the fact that there doesn't really appear to be anybody keeping order. Pretty good with spice vendor. Okay. So it's not too long before you can follow the small little wafting smoke to a tent where you can see this like little tiny brazier with these like charcoal briquettes okay uh burning over a tray of incense it's a human male we'll say with definitely uh of malkarian male descent human i'll approach and i'll say hello friend uh hello yes um I was wondering if you had any recommendations for spices for uh, meats. I'm typically accustomed to salt, some spicy salts, and uh, not so... Uh, some mind-altering seasonings. Uh, do you have anything else you'd recommend? Well, mostly I, I vend in uh, atmospheric spi uh, spices. Uh, I don't really... Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Or something you would put on an incense burner or... Uh, things of that nature, but I'm sure that you could find someone in the city who, who sells those. Hmm. The closer you get to the coast, the more food they have. Hemming <clears throat> has a coast? Oh, yes. Uh, so, 
you know, looking at the map, uh, which you have a paper map, and also Merrill, who is still with you at this time, uh, has his map. Emming goes, uh, is at the end of a river that stretches into the Dune Sea. So, like, the perfect trade. Like, uh, like that's essentially a road in the desert. For one way trade. in, one way out. There's no way to... Uh, you know, come up from a different direction and attack Emming. Mm-hmm. You would imagine that this river that leads into Emming is probably very heavily watched. Hmm. Hell yeah. Um, would I know, being from the Eastern Isles, what type of fragrance would typically be uh, like at like a noble's house or a noble's party where the music might have been played? What kind of traditional uh, incense or scents they might have there? Well, especially here in Emming. Uh, incense and spices and things like that are very common because it's a very, very hot city. So, sweat, you know, sweat. Yeah, exactly. So there's a plethora of things, you know. What about uh, some incense and a burner uh, of the floral variety? Oh, certainly. That's something I can help you with. Uh, so we have a wide variety of different floral incense, some with hints of cinnamon and vanilla and other things added into the floral bouquet of the incense. And if someone was to travel, primarily staying in a, uh, a say, a tent the size of a, would I guess that the inside of my tent is about the inside, size of this tent inside? Or is it bigger? No, the tent's fairly small. Your tent would probably be bigger on the inside. Okay. So a couple of uses of each of the floral varieties that uh, would be comfortable for a room this size. Right. So you don't want anything too overbearing because yes. it's going to be a small room. Yes. So I'm thinking possibly wildflowers. They're more mild. So you would like a couple of briquettes of those and you said you wanted a burner as well. Uh, yes, I don't have one currently. Okay, perfect. So, uh, and he begins to fumble around behind his little impromptu desk and brings up a selection of burners, some of them more plain and some of them more extravagant. Some of them with more incense, like you're talking about something that could burn for probably hours, and then you're talking about maybe some smaller ones that would burn for maybe half an hour, an hour. Do they have a small one, like the hour, half hour one in brass? Sure, yes. I'd like to purchase that and, uh, say, five uses, five or six. Okay. How many does he have? Did you have something right there? Uh, just that I want to uh, position myself in a way like I'm kind of behaving as his bodyguard and I would like to do a perception check to make sure that no one is trying to cut our coin purses perfect let me get a perception check are we all here I mean everyone is still currently here yes yeah, okay. we're going to get to that in just a minute thank you for reminding me bardic inspiration just in case thank you what is that, a D10? D10, and I'll roll it. Okay. Six. Eighteen. Okay, with an eighteen, you are paying attention. Uh, pretty thoroughly. Uh, he looks at you and he says, So for the brazier, we'll do a gold piece. Mm-hmm. For the incense, I would say two silver. <clears throat> two silver for each use. No, two silver for the bowl. Oh, perfect. Uh... I'll hand him two gold pieces, and I'll say, maybe throw in another briquette of something surprising. Mmm. Very well, dealer's choice. And he <laughs> kind of reaches down below, and he pulls out one little briquette and places it in this, like, parchment bundle that he then seals up 
and it's it is visibly different than the other one so you'll be able to tell cool and then wraps it with some twine hands you that and then hands you this little again more of a humble you know like a tent uh incense burner cool. and hands you that i'll put it in my bag of holding not my coat of holding and then i'll say um as it might have been obvious, new in town, first-time visitors, what is it with no guards outside that keeps people in line, keeps people in check? Looks around, like, make sure that there's no one listening too, uh, too intently. And he leans in and he says, Most of the population in Eming is looking for a reason to kill people. So, ah. if you go about starting fights... You're liable to get six, maybe seven daggers in your belly. So, mutually assured destruction. Exactly. I've known that to be very <clears throat> effective. Well, thank you, and I appreciate it. And if I'm ever back, I will uh, let you know what I think of the uh, mystery briquette. Have a good day, and enjoy the city amongst the dunes. Thank you. And I'll Go. Alright, so at that point, oh sorry, you, you go ahead. So are we in a market area? It's a street, so it's it's definitely not the main market, Okay. but there are merchants there. Okay. Uh, so at this point, Merrill would begin to pipe up and say that this is a city with a lot of trade, so he is going to want to go and go into the merchant district and try and find some things that might do well for his project, maybe some aesthetic things, just different things. He wants to go shopping around for things to add to his project. And Linvala will uh, offer to go with him as protection, essentially. Not that he needs protection, but... So they go off into the merchant district, Bye. the two of them, and it is the four of you left. He's still, remember, he took off. Jeff, uh, oh, yeah. or Valinor, rather, took off from Tuckland. Oh, yeah. Questions. He said something about our coin purses. Since everything that I own is either in a bag of holding or inside of a pocket of my coat of holding, including all my gold and everything else, what would... You're still going to worry about your shoes. If somebody cuts <laughs> a pocket, but I'm saying if somebody cuts a pocket, there's going to be like... A shitload of stuff come out. Yeah, we'll cross okay. that bridge when we get to it. Uh, you still got to worry about your shoes and pants, though. Mm -hmm. Those might get taken off of you. Mm -hmm. I would like yeah. to cast summon pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use fine grader steel pants. <laughs> so what are we doing? Fine grader shoes. I, I had not anticipated doing shopping this session, but would it be possible to do a brief step to some sort of jeweler? To a jeweler, yes. I'd like to go. Well, all of you are together at this okay. point, so unless somebody veers off, then... Okay, yeah, so... Good with a short trip to the jeweler. Yes. Mm -hmm. Make an investigation check real quick. That's not good. Eleven. Eleven? Uh, I'm going to give myself a bardic inspiration, because I can do that now. Let me make sure. Yeah, an ability check. Yeah, okay. okay. I just want to make a note. Right, so that's, that that's 20. 20? Yeah. Perfect. What was your note? Uh, I am. I want to be actively um, watching for um, thieves, 
pickpockets, cut purses, things of that nature. Um, just in in perpetuity. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, I'm looking through my ambience real quick. I'd like to make a note <clears throat> primarily to the paladin. Um, we are down two people who have revivify. Mm-hmm. So, if we need to, you know, snag an extra diamond while we're at this jeweler, I'm going to. I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly, highly. I have. I got two of them, and you have revivering. I have two resurrection diamonds, mm-hmm. plus the revivering. So you have three. I have two. I'll get another one, and we'll have enough to. That's three and three. Not bad. I might get one more just so we have seven total. Just in well, no, because if six people, <laughs> seven people can't die and just bring them back. Yeah. Well, Meryl has a couple. Well, also remember that one of those one of those is for me. Yes. And then I've got two additional uses mm-hmm. for whomever. You don't have revivify, do you? Yes. Do you? Okay. Yes, I was a first player. I think I used it on Renatlia first. Yeah. I just make sure you mm-hmm. have it like right now, ready to go. Oh yeah, I've never. It's always um, because I'm packing the list. I think it's always prepared. Gotcha. Stay ready. And keep that motherfucker bang on me. <clears throat> there we go. Sorry. A little bit of town ambience. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we go to a jeweler. And with a, what was it? 20. 20. With a 20, you do manage to find several stalls. There doesn't seem to be any, like, established shops that exclusively deal in jewels. But you do manage to find some little tent shops. Okay. So, what I'm specifically looking for is we want to get some diamonds. Uh, I would like to buy one or two as well. And I'm also looking for a particular item, uh, the Stone of Good Luck. Okay, is that it's a magical uncommon. item? It's uncommon. Yes. Okay, it's, it's uncommon. What does it well, do? Actually, I'm not 100% sure it is magical. Give me a second. I too am looking for a specific item. Yeah, it is an uncommon, it is a wondrous uncommon item. We established that Wondrous just means it's something that doesn't fall under the other categories. Wondrous is a catch-all. What does it do? Uh, it gives me plus one to ability checks and saving throws. So it's not, like, complicated. It's just... Okay. Does it require a tomb? Uh, yes. Yes, but I have one more tomb. Okay. So you go to one tent in particular, and you can see this dragonborn male who is adorned in numerous items of jewelry, almost as if he's more so showing them all for displaying them than he is that would be something he would wear on a normal basis. And you approach him, and you say, uh, "Yes, sir. Um, I'm looking for a particular item. Um, it's a, a small stone that gives you uh, a bit of luck." Um, I wondered if you might have anything of that nature. It just so happens that I do. Uh, I have a wide selection of magical jewelry. Uh, 
You're interested in it for yourself or a gift? Uh, for myself. Yourself. Very good. Anything else you're interested in? Uh, I believe we're looking for a couple of diamonds as well, if you might have some of those. Raw, uncut, or are you looking for them in a jewelry piece? Uh, uncut. Uh, well, cut diamonds, but not in jewelry. More of, uh, not in jewelry, but more of their value than anything else. Is it a good time to say nothing for me? For jewelry? <laughs> yes. It yes. Is. Okay. So I was also looking for a, it's an annual of wound closure. Okay. Uh, what does that do? Um, well, you wear this pendant, you stabilize whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. In addition, when you roll a hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points it restores. That's nice. That's good. And then read the first part again. Well, you wear this pendant, you stabilize whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. That's neat. So instead of rolling checks for... What's the rarity on that? It's uncommon. That's neat. Yeah, that's a little OP. Yeah, he's... He says, I'm afraid I don't have that item at the time. <laughs> uh, perhaps if you check back with me at a later date. Okay. Something I'll look into. So, he turns his attention back to you and he says, I do have some raw diamonds. Uh, I'm interested in those. 300 uh, gold piece worth. Uh, and obviously with your markup, whatever that might be. Alright. Uh, are you familiar with diamonds for use with the Revivify spell? We have some diamonds that are adequate for... Spell components, yes. Perfect. And yours is an uncommon? Yes. Uncommon, one d Alright, he looks at you and he says, I can sell you as many diamonds and fit spell components as you would like. And for the... Uh, Good luck, Charm. I can do 400 gold. Sounds excellent. Uh, how many diamonds were we looking to get? I was looking for two. Were you wanting another? What does it do? Uh, yes. The stone of good luck. Uh, it gives you plus one to all your ability checks and saving throws. But it also costs a attunement slot. Right. What is the what is the markup just for curiosity's sake on a 300 gold piece diamond? What is the total for three? Four, because I'm going to buy one. Four. Five. Five. I'm afraid that none of my diamonds that fit your description would cost less than 400 gold pieces. Ooh, girl. So a 20% markup. No. So, uh, out of curiosity, at buying in a small amount of bulk, is there any chance we could get a discount on that? Roll a persuasion check with advantage. You're still paying attention. I'm keeping that in mind. 27. 27. Uh, <laughs> perhaps if we tallied it and got a total, then I could tell you what I could knock off of it. So five. I got you. Five at 400 apiece. Five diamonds and the that's good luck 2K. stone at 400. So that's 2,400 total? Mm-hmm. 2,400? 2,000 plus 400. No, 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 that's Because no, we got five at 400, so that's two grand. Uh huh. And then his for 400. Yeah, so we're making 2,400 total In purchase. purchase. With your persuasion check. I suppose with a purchase of that, uh, of that value, I can make it, we'll say, 2,200. What about 2,000? Make a persuasion check. Straight. 
Because I want to make it gay. 14. 14? 22. Fair enough. Uh, so I'm going I'm to just pay for it and we'll I'll get y'all to give me the gold back for whatever you end up calculating, but just to move this along to... 2200 was a 200 gold discount over... So, si- so all six items cost 400 gold total, or 400 gold a piece originally. Right? Yeah, so, so 200 yeah. divided by 6. That's 33.3 uh, gold discount we got each. Okay, so. So, it, we. Like 266. Like, yeah. Or 366 per For each item. item. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alright, well, we'll, yeah. 366 per item? Mm hmm. So I'll send you seven hundred and thirty. I'll give you seven hundred and thirty-two. Yeah, so just subtract it, and we'll. Yeah. So now that you've done, since you've done the math, I'm... and how much did you end up being out? Just three sixty-six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you bought one. Yeah, I just got the one diamond. Okay. So one for the these two, and then two items for me and Robbie. So that, since they're all the same price. All right. So. Your business concluded with the. Uh, did you have something else, Allison? Wait, because I bought one too. Yeah. yeah so you would take so away. We're counting uh, mine too. Yeah. yeah so you okay. take away three hundred sixty-six. Okay. is the cost for. Just one thing. I'm giving mine to Alistair. Okay. It's but it's earmarked for her. It's essentially I think yeah. what she's saying. Yeah. I can't use it as a phone. Fur enough. So you walk away from this particular stand, and uh, what what happens is, is you begin to walk through the merchants' district, and as you walk through the streets of Emming, you can see a crowd begin to form around three beautiful ladies dressed in attire that is the perfect blend of refined and revealing. Whispers echo throughout the crowd about Elwyn's girls before the three women break out into a most interesting shanty. So you guys are, are you guys cluing into this? I'm meant to ask, dude, what was wrong with his throat? See if it's something I could fix with greater restoration. (laughs) It's it's not. It just sounds like how he talks. So you guys are cluing into this and you're approaching, I guess? Okay, so like I said, you still, see, still keeping an eye out for. Yeah. Well, in let me go ahead and get another perception check because it's been a minute. Would it be possible to have Ozark invisibly helping him out? Yes. So you can do it with advantage. And much better. 22. 22. I only ask that you let Ozark pop up in somebody's face as they try to cut a perk coin person and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Alright, so as you all kind of see yourselves to the front of this little crowd, you can see three stunningly beautiful women of a variety of uh, essentially, I guess, makes and races. <laughs> Uh, uh, Makes? Yeah, I mean, look, we, got the, we got the Ford yeah. Dodge and Sherry. <laughs> yeah. 
I want the Duramax. <laughs> now, there's certainly one that looks like a Duramax. No. Oh. Chrysler 300. She's the big girl. What's up in this one? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, man. Uh, a diesel. Once you get it started, it'll run forever. <laughs> so, anyway. They break out into songs, surprisingly. Uh, just kind of impromptu. That's not loud enough. Sorry, guys. Has it been 24 hours since Heroes Feast? No. It's only been, what, like four? Four or five? See people flicking coins towards them. The women like just catch them out of the air, and there's like this whole kind of renown that seems to be circling these women. How many are there? There's three. Get that head, get that bread, then leave. Damn. Come and go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, Nicholas is gonna Don't go up to the women, and mm-hmm. uh, he's going to say, from a, a fellow appreciator of the art, and he's going to hand them fifty gold pieces. It's a hell of a tip. Oh no, momento. I'm gonna have to address that. Just, I was oh. gonna toss a gold to the Witcher, but look, <laughs> <laughs> man. Dave appreciates you. You know what I mean. So, uh, one of the ladies, we'll say the, we'll say the human female that is of a more voluptuous variety. We'll say, uh, kind of takes the sack of gold and she looks at you and she says, "Well, thank you. That's the most generous tip." If you'd like to spend more gold, you can come find me later. Well, we'll see. Feel free to stop by any time. It's Elwyn's Emporium. Elwyn's Emporium, thank you. See another brothel. Hell yeah. Making connections. <laughs> are you going to make these... Are you going to drug the people at this one? Why would you think that? Nope, that's not a Rathanax question, that's a Kyle question. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I can. I. 
Hey, we're gonna go to Elwyn's Emporium and drug people. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so the city is. Y'all fuck with Littlefinger. The city is y'all's. Whatever you want to do next. So what was who is our contact for? Uh, Never shall we die. Leshra. Leshra. It, I mean, we want to go ahead and address that and at least start that out, see what's going on. I think if we start it, we're kind of calm now. Well, I mean, do we have anything else to do right now? Uh, yeah. Leshra tells us that she would like yeah, to extend an invitation I to the strange ones. I thought we had decided we wanted to make the Her connection there before. king could always adventure like ourselves. The pirate king alerts would be glad to meet us. I would rather make the connections with the pirate king and then try and get information about yeah, it. Yeah, I thought that's facts. what we had decided was the... Yeah, go because then we have a little bit more leverage. Get in maybe. good graces before we start asking favors. Yeah, mm-hmm. big facts. Like I knew we had to deal with the Rebus thing, but I thought we had decided we wanted to make connections before we try and find information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we start. I guess can we start asking questions about Lertz or Leshra? Let's start with Leshra. <clears throat> Where can we find? I guess. Um. Well, uh, so ask actually, before I was gonna say before they leave, I'm gonna ask. One of them. Uh, Do you happen to know someone by the name of Leshra in these parts? The first mate of the Lusting Minotaur. Yes, I'm very familiar with her. We have some uh, business arranged by a friend of ours, and we're wondering how we might get into contact with them. Hmm. Well, I might be able to point you in the right direction. And she just kind of, like, does this little gesture right here, as if she's trying to ask for money. <laughs> well, fair Wait, enough. Wait, the same hoda he just gave Just dollars? pay the hooker. I mean, that was for her song. Damn. Just pay the hooker. <clears throat> Look. <laughs> Is that wrath and action? No. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> I'd like to whisper, I can turn her into a slug. Um... What might information like that cost? It's not nearly as expensive as your tip. Whatever you think is appropriate. I'll give her another 25 gold. And she kind of, like her eyes get kind of big when you hand her the 25 gold and she says, that's more than enough. And she just kind of places it in a very personal area. Just kind of stuffing it down the front of her shirt. She gets slightly more voluptuous. Yes. (laughs) Uh, and, And she says... Leshra can be found more often than not at the docks of Imming. More than likely uh, at the gangplank of the Lusting Minotaur. Thank you very much for your help, and we'll maybe buy later. I hope so. And she kind of brushes your arm just a little bit. Alright, so to the docks. Did you ask which way the docks were? Probably towards the water, (laughs) if I had to guess. Yeah, I mean... Because we're, it, it's like a river port, right? Yeah, so it's, like it's more like a river port. The river is fairly substantial, but <laughs> it is it is a river port. So we'd be able to theoretically find the docks yes. without much trouble. Does it flow out or in from the sea? Out, because the dune sea would be a little bit raised above the ocean. Those docks are going to be around a spring. Well, it's where a lot of different water sources are coming in, probably under the ground, more than likely, since it's a desert. Yeah, so we're going to see the spring up for the Right, to the docks. The docks. So you all travel to the docks? Mm-hmm. Okay. So going through the city, it is more of the same. You make your way out of the merchant district, and 
the liveliness and the bustle of the city dies down slightly when you get out of the merchant district, but not much. There's still a lot of people coming and going in this city, and you can tell that you are not the only visitors to this city. There's very few people that you can gauge looking at them that these are people who live here, that actually know the streets. You can see a lot of people asking for directions, some people who definitely appear to be lost. You know, it's a lot of travelers that come to the city. Do we see any tabaxi? Oh, yes. Several tabaxi. Are they wearing anything that would signify they are from uh, the tabaxis? I'm not going to require a check on that, because you guys spent a pretty good amount of time in tabaxis and around Saphrax's army. So, no. Most of them appear to be wearing the attire of swords, merchants, things like that. Not anything to establish them or tie them to any specific group. No. But you eventually make your way to the docks, and you start to wonder. Let's see. Got to get to there first. There we are. You start to wonder to yourself, well, which one is the lusting minotaur? And then you realize that the question kind of answers itself as the largest dock with the most ships. The dock ends butting right up to what is, even to someone who's not a seafaring individual, a magnificent ship. Definitely the largest one that's in this harbor. And not only is it more than likely fit for sea warfare, it is also a luxury vessel. You know, lots of intricate inlay carved into the woods, lots of vibrant banners, and... Uh, among those banners, let's see. It's bigger than the gold. Oh, most definitely. The gold is more of a skiff, really. Um, out of curiosity, is there any, like... No, never mind. Never mind. Any salty sea winches on this dock? There are any Venators that appear to be lusting? We'll get to that. <laughs> oh. So, um, uh, Nicholas, as we oh, walk God. up, is going to change yes. the color of his clothing to like a deep purple. Deep purple? Yeah. Okay. So, do anything, but. so, really quickly, the one of the main things that you see that's different about this ship versus all the other ships is that it has a particular ban banner that you have seen throughout the city, but mostly in standalone fashion, like kind of as if this is Emming's banner. But flying high on the central mast of this ship is a orcish skull with a ruby placed in the mouth of the skull. And the backdrop is dunes. So you would be able to piece this together. This is the banner of Emming on this proud ship at the end of this harbor. But as you walk down the dock, you do see the familiar face of Lesra. Lesra! She's just kind of leaning up against some barrels, kind of like looking at everyone as they're walking by, looks at you and like her eyes perk up just a little bit. You can see her ears flick. And she looks at all of you and she says, oh, the strange ones. And kind of stands up a little bit as you approach. Nicholas will do a deep bow as we approach. Okay. 
Lestra says, go ahead. Lestra looks at the lot of you and says, Greetings, strange ones. Lestra is pleased that you decided to accept Lord Lertz's most generous offer of hospitality. Fortunately for you, the Pirate King has made room in his extremely busy schedule to meet with you. Immediately. And she just kind of gestures for all of you to walk up the gangplank. I do. And this is also, obviously, a little bit of stretch. Because, I mean, he didn't even know y'all were here. Right. Yeah. So she seems right. to be speaking on his behalf, mm-hmm. obviously. So charging it up a little bit. It's all right. Yeah. So stepping onto the deck of the Lusting Minotaur, it is... More of the same. It's definitely a, a warfaring ship, but it has a lot of luxury undertones to it. Uh, and it is crewed by a variety of peoples. Uh, most of them, all of them, really seeming to be veterans of the sea. There really doesn't appear to be anyone that is new to seafaring or to ships. But she says... His Excellence is just seen to some small task, but he has instructed Lestra to escort you to his throne room. And you can see she steps over towards the rear of the ship, towards a large ornate door, and puts a key inside, opens it, and gestures for all of you to enter. I would like to like look, look at Ravenax and be like, there's a strip of pole somewhere on the ship. I just know it. <laughs> what was the title of this episode? Or this episode? Session? <laughs> the City Amongst the Dunes. <clears throat> I duck as I go in the door. You do duck as you go through the door. Uh, stepping in... Uh, Lestra says, Please, make yourselves at home and help yourselves to refreshments. And she kind of gestures towards the side table that's off to one side of the room that is a plethora of different bottles and vintages and anything you could really want is on this liquor table. (coughs) But she quickly pipes up and she says, Except the Moro Red. Please do not drink that wine in particular. It is... uh, Poisoned. Oh, ah. Mm. Lord Lurts will be with you shortly. I would like to take note. Does she point out which one it is? Uh, sure. She points to one in particular. I would like to take a note of that. Huh? Immoral? No, Moro. Moro. Moro Red. And she leaves? Uh, she closes the door. Unless you have a question. With her still inside? No. Unless you have a question. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Lestra. Question. Um, what is the uh, story behind the name the Lusting Minotaur? Well, the name was uh, the previous captain, uh, so I'm not certain. Actually, I picked up with uh, his grace before or after. Actually, he took over the captainship of the Lusting Minotaur. Okay. Maybe a question for him. Who was the previous captain? I'm not sure. Lesha is not sure. So, she closes the door. And you're allowed to explore the room a little bit, if you would like. I'd like to do an investigation on that poisoned wine to see if I can pick up what the scent of poison is, knowing that it is. For future reference. 
I'm just gonna change the ambient since y'all are in a room now. I would like to just are there any documents just kinda laying around? Mmm, probably not. None could help. Alright, so quick question, sorry. This, I mean this is the captain's quarters, right? It's a throne room. So it's not like a desk and we wouldn't see like a map or something anywhere? No, I have a description of it. I'll read it off. Okay. It might answer your question. Sorry. No, it's okay. Do you um, anything off the wine? Hmm? I said I would like to commit the scent of the wine to memory just in case for future yeah. reference. Let me, let me go ahead and give you the description of the room as you're, as you're stepping in. Um, stepping into the throne room of the Pirate King Sultan of Emming, Lord Lurt's Halfhand. You can see a plethora of brightly colored banners, upholstery, and furniture. The air is heavily scented with incense and reed smoke. Everywhere you turn, you can see golden baubles and silver trinkets placed on tables and stands. On the central table is a massive crystal water pipe with eight nozzle stems made of elegant ivory and inlaid with gold. The throne itself sits on a slightly raised platform and appears to be made of driftwood and broken ship pieces. Placed on the armrest of the throne is a Malkar skull with what is obviously a mortal wound to the crown of the forehead. Okay. So, you are wanting to uncork the Moro Red? Yes. Okay, so you uncork it and you take a sniff. Mm -hmm. It smells like a red wine. No distinction in scent at all. Nope. I'd like to summon Ozark. Okay. Mm -mm. And say, hey buddy, um, have you had wine before? <laughs> oh yeah, loads of times. Um, this is poisoned, which doesn't affect you at all. Do you think you would be able to tell the difference? For the record, we're all immune to poison right now because of the Heroes Feast. We are all immune to poison. I'd like to take a little swig and see if I can taste any difference. For, for future reference, in case we are served the same wine and it goes in and it's... Make a medicine check. Sweet. I am not making that up right. That's true. We are immune to poison right now. Okay. Three. Damn. Yeah, no. It tastes like a lovely red vintage. Is so, it? It's maybe wine. Possibly. <laughs> Say, this is um no they're just either that or grape juice that's gone bad. You've you had know. wine before, and this might be some. Yeah, <laughs> I would like. This to is definitely Boone's farm. Take the bottle and like pour a glass and just like sit the bottle beside me until he comes in. That's a power move. What well, we were told not, we were told not yeah. to drink it. Cause no. she, wait, cause it's poison. Yeah. I thought she didn't want us to die. Oh, she may not care. Well, never or mind. She may wanna, they may want to keep I'll a good supply of poison wine for someone specifically. I'll put it back. Maybe that's the wine he offers to people. You know, they don't like them. If he offers us that wine, we keep him. Or would, we just maybe drink it. Or we just power and drink, drink it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, that sounds <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sip it. He's like, <laughs> and we're all like, what? Delicious. If he offers something, to you, yeah. Then, Reminds me of my mother. Then we tell him to roll initiative. <laughs> oh my god. No, then we tell him, aren't you going to partake? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Poo, pee, pee. 
So y'all are done exploring the room, maybe making yourselves comfortable? Yeah. But okay. not drinking the wine. Not drinking no, the wine. No maps or anything. No um, the skull, the skull though. Mm-hmm. I take that back. I would like to examine the skull a little bit. Okay. Um, because do you pick it up? Or do you just look at it on the throne? Does it have a ruby in its mouth? No. Okay. Uh, what? I'd like to, because, because of the fly. banner. I like the fly. I'd like to look at it and like move it around and examine it, see like the, the wound. So you pick uh, it up. I'll pick, I'll pick it to examine it. I think I pretty much have to. I mean, I'm not planning on breaking it. or doing I believe it's a medicine check to check wounds and stuff like that. Uh, probably for probably investigation or something like this. Investigation? So are you trying to decipher how they died? or Yeah, how they died, what may have caused it, and then uh, like maybe how old it is. Okay, make an investigation check. We'll call it an investigation check. 25? 25? Yeah, natural 18. So, okay. yeah, 25. So, looking at it, it's not a super old skull. Ooh. I mean, maybe like, maybe eight years. It's not oh. super old. The wound is pretty much indicative of a combination of blade and blunt force. So, more than likely an axe was what uh, ended this individual. Neat. Yeah. I'll set it back down. Set it back exactly down. Exactly how I lifted it. Okay. So, uh, is there anything else you want to do in here before no. I get to the next part? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's not too long, maybe a couple of minutes, before one of the curtains that's kind of at the back part of the room, like, begins to move, and you can see two individuals walking out from behind the curtain. Uh, it's... To one of them being much larger than the other. Uh, let's see. Yes. So, the burly Malkar who emerges beside who you would assume to be Lurtz is clutching his bloody hand and seems to be missing a finger. Oh, shit. Lurtz has his arm draped over the much larger Malkar, and both seem to be in surprisingly good spirits. Mm. So, it's at that point that you see the individual who you would assume is Lurtz begin to speak. And he says, Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Surely, my king is going soft, and he shows me great favor, and you would be right. But I warn you, Tofo, Next time you are caught stealing from me, I will skip right over those other digits and rake my knife right across that thick throat of yours. Are we clear? And Tofo, who is a very large Malkar, is looking down at Lurtz and gives him this very, very generous smile. Like, almost like, yeah, I deserve that kind of mentality. Um... And it's at that point that he turns his attention to all of you. And he says, My apologies, strange ones. I was dealing with an unfortunate incident involving the reappropriation of some of my recently acquired funds. Lesha has told me so much about you and... uh, Oh, she's told me so much since I sent her to aid the Honorable King Safrax. She's a good first mate. Lesha. She came to me and told me of her people's possible peril in the ruins of Tybaxis, and I said, Lesha, say no more. 
You are honor-bound to aid your furry family in this noble cause. <laughs> and I sent her away with some of my most cunning cutthroats. But please, pleasure before business. And he looks at all of you. Help yourselves to some refreshments, but uh, mind the Moro Red. I think it's from a bad batch. It always gives me terrible indigestion. <laughs> I can love this guy. So, he uh, kind of just stands amongst you, maybe pours himself a glass and gives all of you an a chance to introduce yourself and to talk. Hello, lads. I am uh, Alistair Tennyson of The Strange Ones, and it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, partaking in some of your delicious refreshments. Uh, Make an insight check real quick. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. You're going to be good. It's not going to be good. Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Uh, flash of Genius. We get five of them. Do we unanimously agree? He's not here, though. But that, that's what they said mm -hmm. in the I, thing. Sorry, I've been vicious. Sorry, six. Okay. It had a seizure. So, insight, you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve. Twelve? <laughs> it's not hard to pick up on that he's offended that you called him Lurtz. Mm. Ah. So, continue with what you were saying. Do, Sorry. Do we know what he'd prefer to be called? You don't. He's apparently got, like, four or five titles. Mm -hmm. So, I no I noticed this, though. Yeah, and, but you can continue with what you were saying. I was like, uh, and we have... Uh, Thank you for your hospitality. Mm, I see that I may have uh, spoken out of a bit of turn. What would you prefer to be uh, addressed as? Oh, it is a formality. Uh, you see, it's just a... Uh, it's a common thing in, in aiming. It's a, it's a respect thing, if you will. Any of my titles will suffice. You can call me Sultan. You can call me Captain. You can call me King. You can call me Lord. I have been all of these things, you see. Captain has a very nice ring to it. It does, doesn't it? Captain Halfhand. I was going to ask if that was... Is was it that Captain Lurtz or Captain Halfhand? Uh, so, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I probably need to do a physical description of this guy. So, he has half of He's a... around his neck. Yeah. He's a middle-aged Melkar male with traditional scars... Uh, and a strong barrel chest, despite his relatively small stature. Do we know if he's human? Hmm? Do we know if he's human? No, he is a Malkar, a middle-aged Malkar <laughs> male with traditional scar tattoos. Malkar male orc? Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Because there are Malkar humans. There are Malkar humans, that's fair. Um, seems to be casual and friendly, uh, and he has one long, deep scar across his eye. Looks like it barely clipped his eye, but he wears a patch on that side. Yes, and he also has, you can see as he's waving his hands around in this very flamboyant and using his hands to gesture, he is missing two, his pinky and his ring finger on his left hand. So, Captain, not quite happy. <coughs> so, when I say Captain half hand, does that seem acceptable? No, that seems acceptable? fine. Seems fine. Cool. I'm introduce myself. Uh, I'm Nicholas, uh, Your Majesty. I, I assume that's appropriate, too. Oh, that's a new one. I kind of like that, though. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we greatly appreciate your sending some of your forces to help with uh, Saffrax's plight. Um, and owe much of our victory to you, I'm sure. 
Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you in the flesh. Yes, well, I don't mean to boast, but I do like to think that any one of my cutthroats is worth about three of any other warriors on the continent of Malkaria. I'm sure they were very valuable, but again, they were a gesture of goodwill to my new neighbor. Mm -hmm. I'll speak up, and um, I'll do a small bow and say, Renalia Dharay Sultan, it is a pleasure to meet you. Mm, yes, a dragonborn. I must be entirely honest, we don't have a lot of dragonborn walking around the city of Iming. It is something I would like to change personally. Uh, you come from where? The Crimson Mall. The Crimson Mall. Perhaps we will talk later about establishing some kind of trade routes or... My pleasure. Looks at you. And what is your name, my <laughs> fine Malkar fellow? Rathenus, <coughs> Ironborn. A pleasure, Captain. It is a pleasure to meet all of you. Is there anything else? Like maybe if y'all want to initiate the conversation with... So, uh, Lestra tells us that you might have a bit of a task for us. Uh, we are here to honor that request. Well, of course, it is a, uh, it is, it is up to you. I don't mean to pressure anyone into this, uh, but Lestra has told me of your valor, bravery, and skill during the Battle of Tabaxis. I am almost certain she is not embellishing her stories of your prowess. It just so happens that I am in need of a third party with such attributes. You see, the details of my rise to the role of captain of the Lusting Minotaur are somewhat of a... controversy. <laughs> the previous captain named me his successor with his dying breath. <laughs> Isn't that right, Captain Keats? And he looks at the throne and the skull. <laughs> <laughs> Walks over, picks up yeah. the skull, and places it in his uh, half hand. <laughs> and he says, But one misguided individual refused to acknowledge my promotion. A pirate who went by the moniker Hamar the Horrible. Lovely man. Made the best spice throne. Anyway. He led a mutiny and barely escaped with his life when it failed. But before he fled, he took with him Captain Keats' grim cutlass. Now, I have always been a fan of axes, but the grim cutlass bears a level of renown that legitimizes the, pirate's king, the pirate king's reign. I need you to travel with Leshra to Hamar's hideout and retrieve the, the grim cutlass. You might be thinking to yourself, why wouldn't the captain of such prowess as our host simply reclaim the Grim Cutlass himself? Well, I made an effort to steal back the Grim Cutlass through the use of my most skilled assassin, but he never returned. And my reports, and reports from my warband that I sent state that Hamar and his men were all dead, possessed, or I'm sorry, poisoned, while they feasted in his keep. But you see, the corpses of the traitors sprung to life and killed all but one of my warband. I would go to Hamar's hideout myself, but not only am I crucial to Iming's economy, I also enjoy keeping my head firmly attached to my body. So this is where you come in, 
Bring me Captain Keats' grim cutlass, and you can keep any other treasures you find, as well as gain a favor from the pirate king of Emmy, which I cannot understand is a treasure in, its, in and of itself. Captain, I don't... Well, first of all, um, may we have a moment to discuss whether we would like to accept this immediately? Uh, certainly, yes. Uh, I think my drink needs refreshing anyways. Just a quick diversion. Is, is, is the bad cat's name from the uh, famous comic strip Hagar the Horrible? No, it's Haymar. Well, I know, but yes. there's a comic strip called Hagar the Horrible. Didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, I love well, that just a coincidence. Okay. It's, 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 he's like a, a fat little Viking dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, he walks away to this refreshment table and begins to pour himself another glass, possibly like swirling it around, drinking it. We're good, right? We're good to, oh, yeah. to do this? I think so. I do you want to ask him now about the thing? I would like to. I would, I would like to ask him to go ahead, and if he doesn't, if he needs to prepare for that sort of information, that, that so that he's not, you know, junted with it upon our return, and maybe now we would get better if he had time to prepare. Yes. Question: Is that more of a? Is that classified as a favor, or is that just classified as a general question? I believe him telling us that they are here, and that you know maybe where to find them might be just general information among friends, the favor would be, like, getting us a way in, maybe? Okay. I just, I just wanted to make it, because I didn't want to use the information as the favor. I think... We'll see. Uh, he said it couldn't be overstated, so I think the favor on something like this would... I would think, personally, that just telling us that they are here and maybe where to find them would be information amongst friends, and then an actual favor would be kind of up to his discretion. Okay. Um, but I think that that may be something we should bring up. We do need to how we need to see how long it'll take to get to Haymar's hideout. Yes. Okay, so I'm fine with going ahead and doing it though. And then, like maybe asking him if the information itself would be a favor, and if there's something he could do to maybe get us a an audience or a password or something as like the actual favor for this task. Mm-hmm. What do you the think? Pa- the password. Real, real quick. So the Sons of Salazar have a hideout. Basically, their their hub is the city of Emming. Pharos. I don't think we're the best part of their hub. The Sons of Salazar. Really. We don't know where their hub he is. is. Uh, we know Re- Revis. Hold on. The Sons. The Sons. Revis. And Revis is who we're after. The Sons of Salazar have several hideaways, safe houses in all common cities. But I do believe that their primary meeting place is in the city of Emming. 200 to 300 no. is their is their number. Uh, Revis okay. tried to steal some of Ringo's people. This is information from Ringo. Yeah, we... So we could... Ask, so for our favor, we can ask him, we understand that the Sons of Salazar are here, or they have a presence here. Can you get us in? Or maybe we don't need to get in with the Sons of Salazar. Maybe if he could arrange a meeting with we just need Revis, Revis, and then we're there. So while we're huddled up, can I do a quick like perception check <laughs> over my shoulder to see like does he have anything that would identify him as the son of Salazar? Well, his uh, his arms are exposed. Yeah, so no tattoos, no nothing that, that you would... can see. I mean, there are tattoos. There's numerous, tattoos. but not like a big snake. But no serpent tattoos. Okay. So, I would... so for a favor, if you don't ask, you don't get. Would we like to ask him if he could set up a meeting with Revis and us be hidden but present? 
unarmed completion of his task. Yes. Obviously. So like ambush style? Ambush style. <clears throat> I don't know. Because I want him because he's not gonna want to be in on that. Because mm-hmm. he just said that he's uh he he's has a lot he's very well involved with the city he's of Indy. He's crucial to the, the economy of, of Indy. Well, the city the sons of Salazar probably also are, so I don't know. Well it could be as simple as uh we would like for you to if you have access if you can uh, call out to Revis and say, hey, meet me in this tavern at this time, and him not be there, Captain Lurch not be there, but maybe post a couple of his people to guard the door that are acting like they're just patrons, and we're like up the stairs behind the bar in the shitter, wherever, so that when Revis comes in waiting on Captain Lurch, still, well, how about this? Then we come out. Him. Yeah, um, can, I, can I suggest, if not, not the Pirate King himself, but maybe like Someone that Rebus would know is associated with, like his inner circle or something. Not the pirate king himself, because I mean, yeah, that that does kind of go back to him. him. Because if we, when we kill Rebus, we don't know if that's going to make a domino effect with the sons of Salazar, or if they're gonna say, "Well, mm-hmm. fuck him. He was doing that thing on his own anyway, and he got what he got." You know yeah. what I mean? So we how about this also? Them. Because we don't know for sure that the sons of Salazar are accepted, well accepted here by. Uh, Alerts. For all we know, they could be a thorn in his side. They're slavers, and he's a pirate. I mean, yeah, but they. I mean, you know. But if they're also driving maybe, the economy, yes, I don't. I, do, I like that. Wanted to give Uncle Z. Oh, oh, oh no, thank you, baby. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I love your dress. Oh, thank you for the hugs, Mimir. Oh my God! If anybody has any more boys. <laughs> There's too many freaking penises around here. Hey, I know. How you doing? Like, she ain't gonna get away with no what guy bringing home. Mm-mm. They're gonna get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get. <laughs> you're gonna be in the. You're gonna work for Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Between all the brothers and then all the uncles that are cops, yeah. she right. has no chance. She no. Mm-hmm. She might as well go ahead and join the nunnery. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so good to see she's going to be the one girl on the wrestling team that the guys are like, and nobody <laughs> wants dress. to date her because yeah. the guy just comes in and it's like the three of y'all yeah. just cleaning your guns <laughs> at the table. And... Yeah. Yeah. This is after they've gotten past all our sons. Yeah. yeah. Sons, sons. I'm having a son. I'm having a son. Carried on the day. That's right. The bloodline continues. Go give him one. Maybe. Sorry. Hour two. Just got excited. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I think they'll want to know Hour two. Oh yeah. my goodness gracious. <laughs> so, is that an hour two minutes? Hour two minutes. It is. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. so, so would it be okay? Do you guys want to ask him what his relationship is with the Sons I'm, of Salazar like, before we... Do you, have the, else, do you have the favor already decided on it? So there's other uh, no. you want okay. it's, it's, a, it's a standing favor. Okay. Whatever you want, just go up there. Come on, give me So, yeah, I don't think it would be a bad thing. Hey, we, uh, first we, we accept. Can, yeah, we, and we can ask about it and then plant the idea that that's maybe what we're after. Is yeah. Some, I would ask you know. about Revis specifically rather than... I don't want to make an enemy of the entire Sons of Salazar if we don't have to. I think you might already have. I think Revis is kind of... I feel like he's doing his own thing because... We know he's at least got people working for him. Yeah, because but the, Because the guy that appeared in that city, Tuckland, he was not... That wasn't Revis. He does say... He so we say, know, you know, the Sons of Salazar send their regards. Send their salutations. Salutations. So we know for sure... Yeah. We know that they don't like us, but do they not like us because Revis specifically? 
Yeah, I just I want to just know if because the slave trade isn't a Sons of Salazar yeah, thing; it's a Revis thing. No, they're yeah. they're right. All well, Revis is a Son of Salazar, but all but, the Sons of Salazar don't work for Revis. Right. No, I'm saying like Revis, it's like, a like slave right trade is like Revis's. His, his I mean, thing. it would not be surprising if more of them are involved in that coming from him. Yeah, but, but it would also like... not be surprising if Revis was taken out of the equation that they don't really have any reason exactly. to deal with us. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get to. Because we didn't disrespect the sons of Salazar. We disrespect Revis. Yeah, and like if it's a if it's a consequence of Revis doing the slave trade and messing with the wrong people, and then he gets got. I feel like that's better than like yeah. we just don't like you because now you're the some is, That's an occupational. The hazard. question is their perception of it, whether they perceive it as we slighted Rebus or we slighted their organization. Yeah, that's and why that's I don't want to get into their organization. But I feel like our main goal is Rebus, and then if they keep yes. on, then our goal becomes and actually that is something that we could ask him. Is part of our part of our favor find out what the sons of Salazar like just get 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 a finger on the pulse of yeah. what how they feel about the strange ones. Are are they all mad is at it, us or is, is this it all of us or Revis? right yeah I like that. Alright. As the favor? As part of the favor. Like well, as we, want, getting we want information and part of that information includes what's the what's the take of the, the Sons of Salazar on the Strange Ones. Inter- yes. I just really want to be careful about the favor because, I mean, this is probably a really, really big favor. Well, we're doing a pretty big job for him. Yeah, I'm saying, like, it, I don't want to squander the favor yeah, okay. because it's a really big favor and we're probably not going to be like, yeah, Pirate King, is, do something else for us. What I will say is we also could save the favor and collect information and see if we can come about that on our own. That's true. Without yeah. his help. Just to find Borok the Bloody, we had to go to Mr. the Ruthless. Yeah. Well, let's just I, I'm ask not, him. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying maybe we try that first. And let's then we can always come back to him and say, okay, we need to call in our favor. Well, then do we want to go ahead and ask him to be preparing for this favor while we're on this mission? I would, I would like to ask for information now to kind of put the bug in his ear. And make it and clear if that he, Yeah, if he says that that would be a favor... Then, then we, we will go into it. detail. Okay, I like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, he. I want him to say, well, that's going to be the favor. Okay. Okay, yeah, because he might not like them and be like, I'll give you that exactly. for free. And then, and then what do you want as your favor? Exactly. But okay. also he's a pirate, so he might be like, well, you just use your favor now. You know I mean? Well, he'll t- we, we ask for him to tell us before we cash yeah, in our check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a genie wish. Like so, You have to yeah. say, I wish. No, I'm saying, <laughs> but like if we say, hey, our favor is I want this information... He could give us the favor and be like, well, I would have given it to you for free, but... But if yeah, we ask no, him, you're, would you're right. this be the exactly. favor? Yeah. And then he says, no, that's... That, yeah. If y'all do this so for let's me... let ask information first. If he says it's a favor, then it's a favor. Right. And, if, so, and if not, then we can say, well, would the favor be maybe setting up whatever, a time yeah. where we can... We'll, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get from there. Okay. So I think we're ready. Okay. Break. So, yeah, break. All right. So... <clears throat> Captain. <laughs> thank, thank you for um, allowing us some time. We... We accept your uh, proposition, and we would like to know if um, this favor. Um, we do. We do have something in mind. Uh, we would like some information regarding uh, the sons of Salazar. Are you familiar? Does that ring any bells? No. No, did I fuck no. it up? Yeah, yeah, you fucked a little it up. bit. Okay, little. I'd like to, I'd, that was a chime in. If yeah. I could, and say, uh, specifically Revis. We we know he works for the Sons of Salazar. We don't know if the entire organization is involved. Revis is a specific person. Well, my question was going to be: if we were to ask you for information about that, is that our favor, yeah. or could we 
Who negotiated? Is there negotiate? Is there room here to make an insight check, either with advantage or you can make it one as well? I have a zero to insight. Oh, well, would you look at that slang? Great. Damn. Maybe pick different people to talk. What? I didn't know we were going You're that good. way. I'm, yeah, I'm I didn't realize we were going yeah. straight into the Facebook. We were supposed talk. to just, we ask just ask for information. information. Ask him. Well, we asked him if that's it what would, I did. That's no, it. Specifically, we brought up the favor. Yeah, we were, we're not. We were favor. leaving the favor out of the equation. Well, he was about I to bring asked up him favor. specifically if is this going to be the favor. He's not or, about to give us information. He's about to let us know if it will be the favor. Yeah, I thought that was the plan too. No, I didn't know that. What? Okay. I also that, did not. Yeah, that means fine. <laughs> it's already done. Okay. Well, it's a 10 on insight. So unless somebody we, wants to do something about it. Can that. we unanimously agree to a flash of genius? Did you do, in, did you do uh, advantage? Cause yeah, already? I rolled an 8 and a 10. I'm going to toss you a bardic inspiration. I don't know how much fucking good it's going to do. Can, can we unanimously yeah, agree on a bardic I'd like inspiration? To, I'd like to use a, uh, uh, a flash of genius. Yeah, flash, flash of genius. genius. And somebody's going to have to keep track when we get five so of those. That called, yeah, that, so that'd be a 15. And then plus but his two. If it's unanimous. Yeah. A 17. Mm-hmm. So, so 17. Yeah. On okay. inside. 17? Okay. So looking at his face and the slight twitches and kind of amusement that you can see on his face, he knows a lot about the Sons of Salazar and Rebus. Now what he's going to say is something different. But he looks at you and he says, Well, on the one hand, the Sons of Salazar are dutiful taxpayers in my city and they tend to help me with certain troublesome individuals here in my city sure. but on the other half hand <laughs> what is information among friends nothing really so with, chuckle. <laughs> with possibly two to three degrees of separation I might tell you that if you were interested in the Sons of Salazar, you might talk to Orton of the Winking Sandrad. And you would prefer that we keep you out of it? That's the degrees of separation, yes. Orton of the Winking Sandrad. Sandrad. And specifically regarding Rivas, we don't necessarily have a quarrel with the entire Sons of Salazar. Mm -hmm. To, To make that clear, Captain. If they were to come to you and be like, what the fuck's up with these strange ones? Then I would tell them that I have no idea what they're talking about. Ah, mm-hmm. glad that we've come to that agreement. Mm-hmm. See, too easy. Worked out just fine. Mm-hmm. Alright. Alright, so that was information amongst friends. And once we complete this task, a potential favor, perhaps regarding Reva specifically. Sound? Sound? Works for me. About how far is it to this uh, Hamar's encampment? It is uh, several hours in a uh, small skiff, but oh. Lesher will show you the way. That's not bad. That's not bad. All right, because we're traveling with her. Yes. Yeah. But I would prefer that uh, you wait until the cover of darkness to leave the city and deal with this. Again, it is not something that I necessarily want everyone to know, that I am absolutely fair. outreaching for this particular project. None of us are really yeah, maritime discre- inclined. Discretion is key. We, we understand. It is key, what, yes. I believe we'll be at Lesher's. It's still early, right? It's still fairly early, we, yeah. We hadn't done I'd say probably about class. midday. Okay. To clarify, uh, let, being that none of us are, you know, masters at the sale, would Lesher be uh, aiding in this or essentially just uh, providing the transportation in the right direction? The latter. Okay. B- understood. 
I cannot risk losing that shot. Drop off. On the other hand, I absolutely can run the risk of losing all of you. Fair enough. That tends to be how we do it. All right. You mentioned treasure. Which treasure? The one that we might find when we seek out the Grim Cutlass. Yes. Any idea what what we might be uh, happening upon? Booty. Well, no doubt that Hamor had his own small stash of treasures with his time with Captain Keats. Also, he took it as a <coughs> habit of uh, raiding some of my ships. Mm, yes. Mm. Quite unfortunately, mm. before he was, you know, killed. Terrible. Yes. yes. Awful. Uh, but it's possible that he still has quite a bit of uh, treasure. And away all, all that you would like back is the cutlass. Um, are we correct in that? Oh, or would you, you are, like everything? You are free to help yourselves to anything that Haymar had. Besides the cutlass. Do you have, of course. You did mention that at some point things came back to life. Yes. Do we know how that happened? No. Good. Well, I'm ready. So there's no chance that the Grim Cutlass, great name, very foreboding, had... It wasn't mine. I I can't take credit. (laughs) Fair enough. Still a wonderful piece to have on your hip. No chance that it had anything to do with it. I was thinking more like, be careful which coins you touch. Mm-hmm. Same, that's what I'm trying to narrow down. <laughs> I know, I'm a little nervous. I do not help or know much about the Grim Cut, the Saya. It's a curse, but you're also I only contributed to the name of Captain Keith's ship, which is now my ship. So, Speaking of, Lesher told us that you might be the one to ask. The name, the Lusting Minotaur. Very interesting. It is, isn't it? Yes, do you know when, where, or what, if there's a story behind that? Make a persuasion check. Fifteen, but I'm going to use my stargazer. Okay. Go for it, stargazer. Nineteen. Four on the D four. Nineteen. Star Lord. Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. He uh, he looks at all of you. Star Well, this is not a story that I can tell standing up, and he doesn't sit down. And he's like, please, please, take a seat. So you see, me, myself, and uh, Captain Keats were very close. I I knew him almost like a brother. Uh, It made his passing very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one day we were in a port, and you see, uh, Captain Keats had made a habit of hiring minotaurs as part of his crew, which I still stand to. They are excellent shipwrights. But he had numerous minotaurs as part of his crew, and he had grown to favor them slightly. So we were in a port, a foreign port. I don't remember where. But anyways, he came across this lovely minotaur lass. And they shared the night together. Mm-hmm. So, that would have been normal. But then he shared the early morning with her. And then the late morning. And then the midday. <laughs> and then the next evening. And the night to follow. <laughs> so... The ship had been recently acquired, and after seeing my captain's lack of sea legs after that particular <laughs> trip to port, I suggested the name, and he loved it. Mostly because he could not remember the lass's name. Fair enough. A lovely story. That was a good I think so. <laughs> That's why I kept the name. 
what the fun Well, I think perhaps we should go and make preparations. Um, where should we meet? This evening, if all of you are ready, you can come back to the Lusting Minotaur, and I will provide you with a skiff as well as Lesher and maybe two other companions. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Please oh, feel free. It's early in the day, right? Uh, it's midday. 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 I'd love to get a long rest in. Same. Yeah. Before we hit this, this, hit this trail, because it's like during the day, find a inn or something. Well, either that or flush out this whole thing with uh, Revis. He's giving you the information to start on that. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. But if we're going to be going into a fucking encampment, I'm going to need all my spells. Yes, yeah. I am. Maybe both. One more question. Yeah, yeah that's up to you. But yeah. Where is the Winking Sandrat? The Winking Sandrat is relatively close to the coast. If I'm recalling correctly, it is on the Street of Sabres. Street of Sabres? Yes. Thank it is you. one of our most magnificent and well-run taverns. It is certainly my recommendation if you are looking for any additional drinks past these refreshments. Thank you. Absolutely, and he rises and he says, I look forward to our mutual friendship and I pray to all the divines that you will return to me. I want to inside check see Sure. Okay. Can I also insight check him? Sure. So we can have two. I'd like to extend my hand and say I um I look forward to the prospect of trade once we return. And he takes your hand, pulls it towards him, and delicately kisses your hand. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah, a combination of those two. I mean, it sounds like something he probably says to a lot of people. <laughs> It, it doesn't matter to him, really. He says he that would like the, the job. Yeah, I mean, what's another group of adventurers? Yeah. Yeah. He might possibly send the, someone else. Possibly the fourth or fifth group that's probably on Texas. Right. Mm. He's full of shit. Full of shit. He's not full of shit. So you see yourselves out of the yeah. throne room? Yeah. Okay. So stepping back out onto the deck of the Lusting Mentor and then down the gangplank, you see Lesra in her place of guard. If you don't say anything to her, then you walk back into the city. Yeah. Okay. Just say to her, uh, we'll see you later today. Mm-hmm. Is the, Do we um, want to ask her how how far past sunset we want to meet her? Because that that would matter for the purposes of taking a long rest. If we could, if she doesn't want to meet till like midnight or one a.m., then that's a lot different than you know seven thirty. Right, I mean, I assume under cover of darkness, not like fresh night. But yeah, it'd have to be like dark. Because you want people to not be around to see us leave, like nine sure. p.m. <laughs> But it's a pirate town, so maybe like 1 a.m. I was going to say 9 p.m. Like, I'm still out sometimes at 9 p.m. So are you guys heading to the Winking Sand Rat? I am. Okay. Yeah. All right, so. Just wrap it up. Stepping through the sandstone, uh, cobblestones of this city, it's still very much alive and vibrant. The sun is particularly hot right now. It being midday, maybe a little after. But... Taking in the city and heading in the direction of the Winking Sand Rat, that is where we will take a break. Yay. The scene is a busy city streets. Merchants coming and going, guards protecting the merchants, and here we see two travelers in search of wares. Oh, Robicus! Robicus! We've traveled hither and yon, and found not for our needs a fun 
Funko Pops and Warhammer! Yes, Kylius! Nay have we found our Dungeons and Dragons minis, dice, and other accessories, nor a place to play this fabled game of Warhammer. What is a group to do? Look there! Gods! Gods which could answer our, our question and help us along on this quest! You kept saying that it was an arrow to the knee, but I think you just ran out of paid vacation. Gods! 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 We need four Funko Pops and Warhammer! Dragons, minis, and accessories. Are you, were your parents inbred? You should know by now that you have to go to Coco's Collectibles and more. What are you, tourists or worse? Adventurers or worse? Metagamers? <laughs> they are right, Kylius. Of we course. Should have known. Of course, we've heard of Cody's collectibles and more. Why it can be found where? Oh, at twelve twenty-five Snow Street, Suite fourteen in Oxford, Alabama. Hot meat for sale. Scene. Hey guys, visit us at cocosandmore.com or come see us in person at Cody's Collectibles and More at 1225 Snow Street, Oxford, Alabama, Suite 14. Feel free to also follow us on any of our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for all of your Dungeons & Dragons, Funko Pop, and Warhammer needs.